Now, live from the Blind Ninja Studios in Western Wisconsin, a show with no purpose. Hosted by experts at drinking, and they're almost definitely wearing pants. It's time for the Department of Offense. Welcome to episode 351 of the Department of Offense. I'm your host, Casey. Joining me as always is Carlos. Yeah, I am here. And Lando. Roof. Hey, stay out of there. Uh uh-uh. uh. Uh-uh. Lando's trying to get the beer supplies there. Yeah, you can't have the grain. He's, that's the first time he's ever actually expressed interest in it whatsoever. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, that's just that's just it. It's just the two of us tonight, um, and we're doing a little. Uh, well, we figured we might as well record because we're gonna uh, take at least one week off, maybe two, probably just one, because I'll be back at um, I think noon, noon or two. So it'll be in time to record. And you're not going to be completely exhausted from traveling. And Even if I am, we should just record an we episode. Should. It would make sense. Yep. So you need to hold me to that. Sure. I can do that. But before we get too deep here, I got to give a shout out to our patrons, specifically our Black Belt patrons Andy Thompson, Bjorn Bjornson, Tyler Romanski, Hoffman Barrel Brewing, Brian Jones, Devin Stinson, and Phil Feldman. If you'd like to become a patron, head over to patreon.com slash studios and become a patron today. Uh, or click on the patron link at the bottom of our homepage at blindestudios.com. He's eating wood now. Uh, Carlos, you were telling me um, about a thing. That uh, all black belt patrons just happen to have in common. Uh, do you remember what that was? Yeah. So you guys, everybody knows about the movie Back to the Future, right? Uh, that's the one where they go uh, back to the future, and sometimes they go back to the future as well. Because they go back, d- and they gotta get back to the future. So yeah, they, they travel around. They they do. Yep. Yep. Back and forth in time. Back and forth. That makes sense. You know the movie that where there's a, a professor and there's Marty McFly. Like there's and then he bangs his mom. No, well, that's not that did not happen in that movie. Ah. Uh, Let's agree to disagree. There's probably a porn parody out there. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so they actually all what it, what have he called like uh, like what his name be like Marty Dick Fly or something? Maybe no. Uh, yeah, I, and, and his mom sure. would be Lore Bang. That uh, that this, uh, this makes sense so far. <laughs> but uh, so it turns out that all our patron members have a DeLorean. Oh. They don't travel through time. It's not a time traveling DeLorean, but they it is a beer generating. Uh, Whoa, a beer generating like DeLorean. so instead of like uh, the the Mister Reactor on the back, it has a Mister Keg. Yeah, it steals beer from the future. What? Future beer? Yeah. And uh, this is just the thing that... So it's literally always the freshest. I mean, to be fair, you don't get one of these DeLoreans by joining our our patron membership, but it's just something that all our patron members have in common. For some reason, they all have this this beer DeLorean. Maybe there's some sort of connection there, you think? Maybe. I mean, that's possible. We're going to pause for just one second. Yeah. Man, I really want future beer. Yeah. I've never had future beer before. Yeah, you got to get one of these uh, special DeLoreans. The only beer I've had is present beer and then past beer. So the one downside, though, is that these are, of course, DeLoreans, though, so they drive as well as a DeLorean does, which is not very fast. Oh, okay. Huh. Like, don't they go 88 miles an hour? They can get to speeds up to... 88 miles per hour. <laughs> All right. Uh, then while you're on our ho- uh, homepage, uh, go ahead and click on that store link at the top of our page uh, or go to teespring.com slash store slash blinder studios uh, and buy some of our cool merch. Like our definitely wearing pants pants. Yeah. All right. Uh, Carlos, what have you been up to this week, man? Uh, I've actually been uh, making some time to play some video games lately. Uh, I've been play- playing some Monster Hunter, uh, the new Monster Hunter that came out on the Switch, which has been... Um, it's always hard for me to try to play those games because the controls are always weird when I f- start, first start playing. It's like, well, I have to do this to do that. But like once I figure out like some of the quick keys, I was like, all right, so I'm not like chugging all my potions while I'm trying to put my weapon away or things like that. But like it's basically you uh, hunt monsters that are big, and they take a while to take down. Well, that sounds yeah. fun. So yeah, I've been doing a little bit of that, playing some a little bit more RimWorld. Uh, 
And then uh, I also uh, watched Mortal Kombat last night. The yeah, I tried. Yeah. I failed. Um, I think overall I enjoyed it. Um, like the uh, Scorpion Sub-Zero parts were pretty much the best. Like it opens and kind of closes with a, 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 a Scorpion Sub-Zero fight, which is pretty great. Uh, some of the... Uh, some of the fights towards the uh, right before the final big fight between Sub Zero and Scorpion are kind of like a little bit letdowns. Like oh, that's just, they're just over really quickly. But there's a lot of fatalities that they show in this. Fatality. Yeah. And there's some fun shout outs like flawless victory that somebody will say after they like win like without taking a single hit and stuff like that. <laughs> so yeah, there's or like uh there's a uh, there's an Australian uh person named Kano in the game in the movie. Who uh, he uh, he has a laser eye, but like one of the things he like he has a finisher uh, is a, one of his fatalities in the game is to uh, rip a heart out and like and have it in his hand after the, as Did he, he then say Kali Ma. No, he, he goes like he, he, I don't know what he does. He says uh, probably, but in the movie he does it. He goes, Kano wins, and he pulls the heart out. And it's like, oh. so, so I I really liked some of the. Uh, the, it sounds like the right amount of cheese. So the the hyper violent stuff is it was actually fun. Like the cheesy was fun. It's like whenever they brought in the bland main character though that they added for the he movie. was pretty bland. I remember that much. Oh, he has a family. Oh, he does cage fighting to try to raise money for his family. Oh no, and he gets his power because of the strength of his family. It's like oh, does somebody watch a lot of Fast and Furious movies. Yeah, was he Vin Diesel? Like yeah. what the hell? <laughs> Me familia. So yeah, there's a. It's. I think it's an overall like enjoyable movie to watch. Cool. Anything else? Mm, not really. All right, man. What have I been up to? Um, let's see. I've been prepping for our trip to Puerto Rico. Uh, so I got all um packed up, ready for that. I got my uh, second Pfizer shot. Um, which was, which was great. Uh, if you guys hear some crunching in the background, I'm sorry. Lando decided that now is the the perfect time to, uh crunch on an ear um and then uh yeah i got my second pfizer shot so i'm a hundred percent vaxxed up i can start licking doorknobs on not next wednesday but the wednesday after super excited i'm gonna lick a puerto rican doorknob it's gonna be great i think you start licking around on the plane like all the armrests i uh, think that's what you should do well i would but i'm flying first class and i don't want to seem uncouth it's not the same. You do it first class. You gotta do it in the in coach. Yeah, like yeah. You gotta like, like, those no, they actually clean first class. Um, and I hear that they hold up like a nice little uh, sheet of plastic when the pores walk by. I see. So so we don't get coughed on with their germs. I see. Yeah, and we get our own air recycling now. Oh yeah. Yep. You got. We're have- basically like in, in 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 little rich bubbles. Yeah, no, that makes sense. I guess. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, uh, it kicked my ass. Holy shit, did that second shot kick my ass. Uh, the night, the night of, like, I was fine. It was the next day. Well, you saw me. I was just, I, I laid yeah. and didn't move much yeah. and just, yeah. Um, yeah, so it, it wasn't fun. Uh, and it's, it's been, like, so hit or miss who's, who's had, like, really bad, uh, uh, like, re- reactions to it. Because uh, our friend Sierra did, uh, but uh, Rick and Matt did not. Um, yeah, so I'm looking forward to what kind of uh, response I'll get. Right. Well, honestly, you're probably gonna luck out, and because because like you would want to take the day off of work, um, you're gonna luck out and not have any. Well, I, I would like to take the day off of work. That probably wouldn't happen. Like uh, probably most case, most likely that would happen is like maybe in the afternoon if I after I get the shot, it'd be like I might have to just take the rest of the day off. Right. Well, so for me, like for everybody that I know that had a reaction to it, it was the next day that was bad, not the day of the shot. So. Oh. Well, I'm gonna I'm tr- gonna try to get mine on Fridays. If oh, I yeah, if I have go. any control over that, oh, you yeah. do. You you yeah. schedule the appointment, yeah. so you have I can, a lot of I can control. Be, I, feel, I can feel like shit on a Saturday. I sleep through most of my Saturdays, anyways. There is that. I don't think I saw you until afternoon yesterday. Yeah, no. I mean, I I think on Saturday, I was probably up until five in the morning, and then I went to sleep. That's probably what happened. Sounds about right. Um, let's see other things I did. Uh, I watched uh, Shadow and Bone. 
on Netflix. Uh, re- highly recommend it. I had no idea about any of it. Like I didn't. It's I guess based on a YA series or something. Uh, it's only eight episodes, and it was really interesting. I I really liked it. Uh, the acting was fantastic. Uh, the themes were fun. It was just a really good show. Uh, basic premise is there's this th- uh, there's this thing called the fold, um, and it's set in kind of like it's like an alternate universe Russia almost. Like it, it, everything's very Slavic. Right, um, and then like the main enemy is they're like they're like very Nordic, and so it's yeah it's it's interesting. But so there's this thing called the Fold that happened centuries ago uh, by um, the Dark Heretic, who's this like magic user, um, and like the magic user users are like they're like frowned upon and like, um, but then there's the but now like because of the the Fold, which is like this big. Um, dark area that just like went right down the middle of the country and there's like monsters that live in it um and so it's like super hazardous to cross um now like everybody needs these magic users um so there's can they just go around it well they they can't you can't you can go around it um but it's that's the there's a big ocean to one side and mountains to the other so it's a pain in the ass to go around it oh but like if there's an ocean there like you just like go hop around it pretty easily yeah but also like that's uh that's where the the nordic people live who they're at a constant war with maybe don't be in constant wars you know yeah but they like their entire society is based around two armies one uh so it's the first army which is the regular soldiers, um, and then and I guess cartographers for some reason. There's a big map map like the the army is made up of soldiers and cartographers for reasons. Um, Wait, is there a lot of mapping they have to do? Like it seems like they would have maps of their own land already. No, they they have to. Yep, maps maps but, are important. But like like what are they mapping? I, 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 it's never fully explained. You watched the whole. You watched the whole season. They didn't bother explaining what the cartographers are doing. They're drawing maps. I mean, if you just can keep redrawing the same map for a while, I mean, I guess. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I didn't fully understand why they needed all this cartography. Um, but yeah, uh, and then there's the second army, which is literally just all wizards. Um, it's, but so like uh, they every every magic user has like an innate thing. Like some can like. Control wind. Some can control fire. Uh, some uh, can control um, like the vascular system for some reason, uh, and then like the general can control the darkness. Yeah, and then yeah, I don't know. It was fun. It was really cool. We watch it, um, but now like there's a giant plot hole about maps that I'm not entirely sure on. You know, they gotta have those. So you guys should watch it and let me know what I missed about the map. I mean, were they trying to map the dark zone? Probably, but they didn't say that they were doing that. Oh, uh, so the main character burned a bunch of maps and then had to like go back through the dark zone uh, in order to get maps. They didn't make copies. No, <laughs> didn't make keep copies of important maps. No, so I didn't think they had. I th- think I understand. Okay, so I think I get what's going on here. So the cartographers, they have a union, and the, uh, basically by their union says like you can't copy a map. A cartographer makes a map. No copies so, can be made of it. There can just be that one copy. So that way, all the cartographers have to be. St- they have to keep hiring cartographers so, to make maps. I thought. I just. I just thought like maybe um, the technology wasn't invented to copy things. But then uh, in like episode six, there's a major plot point that involves them copying something. <laughs> <laughs> they got fucking copy machines. <laughs> And it's like, okay, well, that, now that's not a thing. That's that's fun. Uh, but yeah, so I watched that. Uh, went hiking with Lando. Uh, there's hunting at the state park right now, and so I was afraid I was going to get shot a bunch. Yeah. So, But I didn't, so that was good. Um, what was there hunting for? I think it's, I want to say it's like a turkey season or something right now, or maybe pheasant. All right. I don't know what season it is uh, besides springtime. Uh, and let's see what else. Oh, I made, uh, some really good lamb on Friday. Uh, we did, uh, lamb chops with a, uh, with mashed potatoes and yeah, peas. Yeah, I had some of that. That and was And they really were very good. good. Yeah, I was, I was very happy with how that turned out. But yeah, that's, that's just kind of been my week. Nothing's too terribly exciting. 
Uh, yeah, just mostly getting ready for Puerto Rico, getting COVID shots and whatnot. All right, so uh, we had a beer from Spiral Brewing. Um, man, uh, that was when we had um, uh, Pharaoh on. Pharaoh Moose. All right. Uh, so it was a few weeks back, um, and we have another beer from them. Because I really liked uh, what their their thing, and they're uh, out of Hastings, Minnesota, so fairly local. Um, this is their townie uh, with an umlaut over the O, uh, which is a Kolsch style. Beer, I'm trying to townies a Kolsch style. Well, th- this is a Kolsch style beer. Okay, uh, Kolsch, Kolsch style ale. I don't know why it's Kolsch style, but. Uh, let's see. Uh, this Kolsch-style ale's rounded palate is comprised of a delicate flavor balanced between a light bready malt and a soft herbal hop bitterness. This clean, crisp, well-balanced beer has subtle fruit flavors and aromas that complement its straw color. Uh, with its roots in the German brewing tradition, this classic style has been celebrated across Europe for centuries, and we think more people on this side of the pond should be celebrating it as well. Well, uh, Kolsch is a very common style, so I don't know why why they're making a big deal about that. Um, I'm pouring this into uh, some really cool hop and barrel glassware. And I got a pretty cool p- pitchfork one. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what, 5%? Yeah. Uh, I, I still don't like their can art. Like, I don't... I. I like how simple it is. I I don't like how hard it is to see what kind of beer it is. This is this is better than the stout. Yeah, this one's pretty easy to see what the beer is. Yeah, but the stout one was so hard to read. But their their logo takes up so much. And looking at their logo, do you know what the name of this brewery is? Is it SB? No, it's Spiral. Oh yeah, because it's a well, which yeah. it says it like in in like the worst color. Yeah, it's not a great color. It's very... Uh, it's very hard to read. Yeah. All right, tell me about the beer, though. So, uh, yeah, this is... Uh, like, it, it says, uh, like, subtle... Uh, y- y- or you said subtle, like, a fruit in there. Yep. Like a, it, There is a very subtle, like... Uh, like I, I can't pick out a specific fruit, like, yeah. but there's, like, a subtle fruit smell in there. And there's also, like, a, a subtle amount to the taste. I uh, get a lot of breadiness. Yeah, no, I'm really getting the a grainy flavor with it, mm-hmm. which I'm fine with. Uh, I'm, yep. I'm fine with a, a grainy beer. Uh, I think, yeah, I, overall, I, I think I like this. Uh, I love how it pours. Like, it has that, that nice, frothy white head. It's crystal clear. The aroma, um, yeah, I think it's, it's very clean uh, with just, like, a slight uh, sweetness to the aroma. But yeah, there's like it's. I want to say like fruity pebble esque, in the flavor, like that that fruitiness, like it's like kind of sweet, a uh, little grainy with a with a slight fruit character. I, it just reminds me a lot of fruity pebbles. All right, yeah, I, I can see that, like there's like a very light, fr- like you yeah. kind of see that. Uh, and then it finishes very dry and clean, and I really like that. It keeps me wanting to go back for more. It's a very drinkable beer. Oh yeah. All right, uh, give me a number. This is uh, actually a really good Kolsch. Uh, I like this one a lot. I'm going to give this one... I'm actually going to give this an 8.5. Like, I think this is like a very, very solid Kolsch. I, I, I have to agree with you. Uh, eight and a half, I think, is a very good uh, number for this beer. Uh, it's, it's fantastic. Very well made. Very good. Very drinkable. Um, if the weather was a little warmer, I'd be sitting on the porch drinking this. Yeah. Oh, yeah, this would be a really good one to just have on a nice sunny day. Oh, yeah. Those are supposed to be coming, I think. One day. I think those, I think those exist. They'll arrive one day. And now the Department of Offense presents News with Casey. That's me. All right, guys. Uh, the uh, news today is a little... Oh, wait, no, it's not beer heavy. Never mind. I just have one. I ha- there was another one that I was looking at. But, all right. Uh, now that Donald Trump's former economic advisor, Larry, Larry 
uh, Kudlow has taken his words of wisdom from the White House to Fox News. He wants the nation to know that President Joe Biden is plotting to force Americans to drink plant-based beer. Apparently, the man who declared COVID-19 contained uh, close to airtight uh, before more than 570,000 Americans died is not talking about the beer that everyone drinks now. That's typically made from grains, hops, and yeast, and not an ounce of steak. Additives may include animal products like gelatin, but beer is definitely plant-based. The bonkers brouhaha was part of Kudlow's raging criticism on Fox Business Friday against the proposed Green New Deal. Uh, which he claimed would end the country's consumption of meat, eggs, cheese, and dairy. None of it's true. Uh, there's nothing in the text uh, of the plan that would ban uh, those products. Nevertheless, he insisted that Americans would be left to grill Brussels sprouts on July 4th, which are apparently bad, but uh, not only because they're vegetables, but also because they first became popular in Brussels, so they aren't very nativist. Uh, and drink that horrible beer. Speaking of stupid, he began, America has to, get this, America has to stop eating meat, stop eating poultry, and fish, seafood, eggs, dairy, and animal-based fast er, fats. Okay, got that. No burgers on July 4th. No steaks on the barbecue. So get ready. You can throw back a plant-based beer with your grilled Brussels sprouts and wave your American flag. That's not true at all. None of that is... No, none of it's none I mean, of it's true. We met well, chicken wings. I think we talked. You, you talked. Told me that about that. Oh yeah, Wisconsin's facing a chicken wings shortage because Gordon ate because all the Gordon ate wings. all the chicken wings, and not because I ate all the chicken wings. No, it's definitely, definitely not because Gordon. Carlos ate all the chicken. We're definitely going to put the, all the blame on Gordon here, and not me. But uh, that's a bell for untruths. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like America, like. Is always going to have cheese forever. That's just well, especially like you're 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 talking to two people who are proudly from the state of Wisconsin and who eat a lot of cheese. Cheese can be very good. Even my dog eats two ounces of cheese every day. Really? I've been using it as the high value treats for training. Oh, I see. Like like uh, cut up like two ounces of cheese into little cubes. It's been fantastic, uh, and it's made his poops real real good. No, I, I get. Yeah, I, I, I can see how that could be a benefit, unless like he was lactose intolerant. He's not, which, which is, is very good. Yeah. <laughs> because if he was, it would not make his food <laughs> any better. Uh, yeah, no, like a lot of that is nonsense. And also, I think asparagus would be better than Brussels sprouts on Fourth of July. Like those are the sp- asparagus. I really like Brussels sprouts, but like asparagus off the grill is always. Oh, really good. oh yeah, asparagus on the grill is fantastic. But I mean. As always, that's a side, and that's never going to change, really. Yeah, I mean, so if if you're looking for, uh, like, see, what I would do is, like, when I had that mushroom burger uh, the other day, like, that was really good. I could see that on the 4th of July, but Brussels sprouts? That's a side. Yeah, you, you had, uh, so we had, uh, had what well, it was only, like, two pounds of hamburger that made up, and, like, we had a bunch of burgers, and so, like, you only had one burger. It's like, all right, well, I guess I'll make a mushroom burger. Yeah. Yeah, that looked interesting. Uh, I don't know. I got. I'd be willing to try something like that. I. I just. Uh, I just really like burgers, though. Oh no! Also, I, I, no, don't get me wrong. It. It wasn't. It didn't replace burgers. Yeah. But it was good. Yeah. Uh. uh yeah. Uh, but also, uh, the thing here is, we like beer. We. Oh, oh we, I forgot. This is all about beer. Yeah. I forgot about we, that. We. We like beer. We know a little bit about beer. Well, you have a show about it that's called Humber Bound, where you actually talk about beer knowledge. Yeah. Where so, I'm, you know, I know a small amount about beer. You know a bunch more about beer. Yeah, I, I run a beer education show. Yeah, you run like, a beer education <laughs> show. So, you know, you know a little bit more than a little. I, I know a little bit about beer. It's it's plant-based. Like, it's, it's literally plant-based. It makes me wonder... Could you even make it a purely artificial beer? What do you like, mean, it wouldn't, it wouldn't beer? even be called a beer anymore. It wouldn't be beer anymore. But could you do it? No. Well, the, so what, what do you mean by artificial? So, like, you can't use grain because okay. it comes from a plant. So okay. you have to have some artificial replacement for that. Okay. Uh, so what? Um, so here, here's 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 the problem we run into. All right. Um, you can make, so we're, we're, you just basically want like an alcoholic beverage that comes in or like around 5%, right? <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah. Okay. As long as we have simple sugars, we can do it. 
Um, so like, as long as we have like, uh, you know, something like like glucose or maltriose or something. Is like corn that. syrup simple? Yeah, you know, that's just pure glucose. Yeah, we're going to go with corn syrup then. Yeah, but that's not artificial. I don't know. I'm going to put that down as artificial. Okay. I've seen too much corn syrup in my day. Then yes. All right. We we can basically, we can put a buttload of corn syrup into any liquid, and as long as that liquid, like, isn't, like, super acidic or basic, uh, we can put yeast in it and it'll eat it, and then we'll, you'll have an alcoholic beverage. But then how are you going to get the beer taste? Like, there's not, like, <laughs> you're trying to replace grain. Oh, no, I got this. Uh, so you know um, how they make those... Uh, like root beer like barrels i have no, no idea the, like the hard candy i have no idea how they make those no no but no no but you know that they make them they, right they they, the, how, how they make like it not not like how they make them but like you know what i mean yeah that they exist that they exist yeah. yes they also make beer flavored ones all right right or uh actually i have some beer flavored jelly beans somewhere we just dump a bunch of those in, and there's our sugar, too. <laughs> <laughs> so I see. We just have to have the, the plant-based stuff processed enough times so it's no longer plant-based. Yeah, well, I mean, jelly beans have a buttload of gelatin in them. I don't know if they're vegan. We're in, is this all about being vegan? Uh, oh, no, no, just plant-based. Because like, it's not even plant-based. Like, no, well, beer. yeah, so, yeah. Um, on, but now I'm curious. Are jelly... Belly's vegan. Uh, they're vegetarian friendly. That could mean anything. Uh, they use they use uh, beeswax uh, and confectioner's glaze to seal the to to seal the bean. No, oh, that's actually interesting. Yeah. Well, that's like insect based. It's yeah. So that so so it's not it's not vegan. It's vegetarian friendly. So wait, so. Vegans can't have insect-based stuff? No, uh, vegans cannot have anything created by an animal, which, it, like, it it, it, gets, it puts you down this whole rabbit hole because, like, you need the insects to pollinate shit and, like... Well, it's, it's weird that insects count, even. That's funny. Or weird. Yeah, like, insects aren't real animals. They're really not. They're horrifying creatures. Uh, I mean, yeah. They make up most of the mass of the bio-life on Earth. I thought we made up most of the massive Oh, not even life. close. Uh, what, what did I... Hank Green lied to me. Hank Green? Yeah. No, like, ants, I think, make up most of... Like, uh, are like I don't a, think so. Are like a, um, a, by proportion. Yeah. Unless I'm wrong. Proportional... Maybe, granted, there are a lot of humans now, so... Biomass on Earth. Biomass... Okay. Uh, PNAS.org. I don't know what PNAS stands for, but Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences of the United States of America. The biomass distribution on Earth. Um, well, this is just an entire goddamn paper that I don't want to read. Uh, plants. Okay, so animals are a very small little corner of this. This is a very hard. Uh, okay, that was not a simple thing. Tune in next week uh, when we don't have a show, but we'll give you that information. I saw one thing that's saying that humans make up 0.01% of Earth's life. Yeah, but... But that doesn't help, though, because, like, there's that doesn't help at all. That, no, because we're not... We're talking about mass. We're not talking yeah. about... Because yeah. one person is a lot of insects. Yeah. It's at least three of them in a trench coat. Yeah, at least. At the very least. Uh, I was hanging out with Brian last night, and he was he was kind of sad that he hasn't made a trench coat joke in a while. The, he's got to be on the show to make a trench coat joke. I know. He has a very good reason not to be on the show, though. Yeah, I know. But but we're going to talk loudly about it so it sounds like we're irate. Because we're not happy about that. Yeah. Because things. Poor guy. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. You ready for the next, uh, yeah. the next one? Georgia Governor uh, Brian Kemp has signed a bill that would make the state have daylight savings time all year. According to multiple reports, the Republican governor signed Senate Bill 100 earlier this week on April 21st. Also weird that uh, they've only done 100 bills. Um, that can't be right. Uh, the bill was greenlit by the Georgia General Assembly in March and aims to prevent residents from switching their clocks two times a year. Uh, this state, uh, including all political subdivisions thereof, shall observe daylight savings time uh, year-round as the standard time uh, 
of the entire state in all of its political subdivisions. The bill states, according to the AJC, uh, Congress uh, still has to approve the bill. Wait, wait. So they're using the daylight savings time. So wait, they're using the adjusted clock time? I guess. But that's that defeats the purpose. Mm. It gets better. It gets better. Um, so daylight savings time has been associated with sleep deprivation, car crashes, heart attacks, and strokes. Uh, Representative Wes Cantrell uh, said that the bill would result in less criminal activity because criminals like the cloak of darkness, so they have one less hour in the evening to commit crimes. That's not how time works at all. <laughs> That's not how any of this works. <laughs> You're not changing darkness. You're just changing what time it is when it's dark. This guy thinks he has more power than he actually has because he just he does not have the power to shrink the amount of daylight that there is. He can't like or increase. He, he he can't slow how like how quickly Georgia's rotating or speed up like and just like the state of Georgia like it's gonna run into other states it's gonna cause a lot of problems Tennessee's gone now because Georgia just ran into it yeah tidal waves happening goodbye Europe like oh no like if a giant chunk of Georgia just got left behind like, <laughs> it would cause some devastation at at first Oh yeah, just like the I, I'm just I'm picturing Georgia like just like grading like it. They're like, no, we need we need another hour, and so they just like stop and just like crater through the U.S. Well, I I picture more like they stop, but then they get just get ripped off the surface of the Earth, and so like they're in their own orbit now. <laughs> oh, that's true because well, it, that's only if they're so I I figured they would figure out a way to stop spinning. If they, if they want to have control over their daylight, that's what they're going to have to do. Oh yeah, definitely. But then they have to figure out their whole atmosphere problem. Well, they just got to be dense enough. Dude, uh and this guy seems he might be dense enough for them all. So, here's to get the atmosphere in. Here here's a thing that like I should have known but I didn't um that that popped up on I, I was on TikTok. I'm learning shit off TikTok. But uh, so you know, like that, um, that like elementary school like um, bisection of the Earth where you see like the core, the mantle, the crust, oh, yeah. and all that. Yeah. So it turns out that's not even kind of accurate. Oh, that's sad. Like not even a little bit accurate. Because that was like one of my favorite drawings when I was like four years old. Because it looked like, like a gobstopper. No, it was like it was like oh cool! Look at all this cool magma stuff in the center of the earth. Oh no, 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 it's more terrifying than that. Oh yeah, yeah. So it turns out like there's like large sections of the magma that are like it makes more like um, giant bubbles of magma, just like under random things, um, like and just like waiting super volcanoes and stuff. So it's not like, proportional at all. It's just like all. It's just like there's bubbles and there's hard stuff. Yeah, and it's all like uh, it's all mixed together, like and nobody knows like where the bubbles are and where the hard stuff is. Well, we just gotta find the hollow spot though for the hollow Earth, right? Well, of course, there's the hollow Earth, like that's but that's separate. Yeah, like that's 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 below the bubbles. It's below the bubbles. Yeah, like there's like tubes that go through the hollow Earth, like that feed the bubbles, and then and then if you go uh, if you go farther than that. Um, that's where uh, you can restart the spinning of the Earth with a nuclear weapon. Yeah. By going to the core, like in that movie, The Core. Yeah. I think it was just called Core. It could have been called The Core as well, though. Whatever happened to disaster movies? Did we just, like, stop making them in, like, 2015? Well, around 2012, they made about 50 of them. Oh, yeah. And I think everybody got worn out after that. But, like, The Rock was in one, and I think it was, like, 2015 or 2017. That's the last one I remember. It might have been 2015. Uh, it was, like, called San Andreas, right? Yeah. It probably did not do well, I'm assuming. But of course not. I think I think he, like, grabbed a, or, like, like, carried a helicopter or something. Paul Giamatti was in it. 2015. I pulled that date out of my ass. That's yeah. pretty good. Yeah, no, it's, uh, I don't know, like, I don't like to, like, I don't find them enjoyable. Like, like I like some of the old ones, uh, but, like, I'd never, I, I have really no like, desire to watch I really ones. like Day After Tomorrow. Um, I, I really like uh, the one where, like, there's the volcano and they have James Bond. 
Uh, Dante's Peak. Dante's Peak. I really yep. like that one. You did. You didn't like the movie Volcano with. Uh, with Tommy Lee Jones, I saw parts of it. I I remember when they when they redirect the volcano with uh, with concrete. Yeah, I remember seeing that. I th- I remember thinking that doesn't make a lot of sense. It sure didn't. Parking pylons can definitely redirect magma flow. I guess they would know better than I would, right? Right, and then like people are like standing right next to it. Yeah, it's a uh, I don't know. Like I I I I don't have any desire to watch. Wait, wait, day after tomorrow. Was that the one where everything where, where they where they ran from the cold? Oh yeah, that was that was nonsense. It was fun. No, but like I I don't know if I I don't have like was that I Ryan Gosling or Jake Gyllenhaal on that one? I want to say it's Jake Gyllenhaal. They're the same person. They're not the same person. They're the same person. And uh, one of the one of the Paxtons was in it. <laughs> Just one of them. <laughs> Oh, never mind. It was Dennis Quaid. Yeah, it was definitely Dennis Quaid. I didn't remember. It was Jake Gyllenhaal. All right. If you say so, but it could have been as the other guy. Which other guy? I already forgot because they're the same person. Oh man, they're just like so. I because I just googled San Andreas and Day After Tomorrow. I just sense uh, it's like, hey, maybe you'd like these movies like 2012, Armageddon, Twister, Deep Impact, Independence Day. I like to like. There's like I do enjoy some of these, but like uh, uh, well, I like Independence Day is pretty close to a perfect movie. Yeah, that first one was good. We don't we don't talk about the other. I one. I never saw the other one. I so. did. It was it was it was fine. It wasn't nearly as fun. Um, but they did drive a bus around, and that was kind of neat. Somebody's being a drama queen, and that pr- drama queen is Lando. And he's a bit of a drama queen. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, but I normally don't watch disaster movies. That's not like what I look for. But like some of those old ones, I have fond memories at least of watching. Yeah. Especially Dante Speak. I really enjoyed that. And Armageddon is a lot of fun, too. Yeah. All right. A former Oklahoma resident recently learned she spent years as a wanted felon after she was charged for not returning a VHS tape rented more than two decades ago. Karen Mc, uh, yeah, Karen McBride learned she was a wanted felon for not returning a VHS tape of Sabrina the Teenage Witch to a Norman, Oklahoma store 21 years ago as she was talking to the Cleveland uh, County District's Attorney's Office. Online documents show McBride was charged with felony embezzlement of rented property in March 2000, but she didn't know about the charges until recently when she tried to change her name on her license after getting married in Texas. The first thing she uh, told me was felony embezzlement, so I thought I was going to have a heart attack, McBride said. Documents show the tape was uh, from Movie Place in Norman, which closed in 2008. McBride said she doesn't remember renting the movie. I had lived with a young man. This was over 20 years ago. He had two kids, daughters that were 8, 10, or 11 years old. I'm thinking he went and got it and didn't take it back or something. I don't know. And I have never watched that show in my entire life, just not my cup of tea. Well, you're wrong, because Sabrina the Teenage Witch is amazing, but you're also talking about the movie, which is different different and not as good as the TV show. Yeah. Uh, And, well, and it depends, like... Landel wants to go outside. Uh, well, he's going to have to wait a second. Yeah. Um, or I, I guess I'll go let him out quick. So anyway, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, they're probably talking about like Sabrina goes to Australia or something like that. Because there was a few like uh, direct to DVD movies. Yeah. That they did. But yeah, so she's wrong. But also... How kind of insane. Embezz- How's it felony embezzlement? I have no idea. <laughs> That's not embezzlement. So the district attorney's office said Wednesday it decided to dismiss the case against McBride. So now she can change her name. Yep. Uh, attorney Ed Blau uh, with Blau Law Firm says McBride will need to have the case expunged in order to clear her record, though. Oh. Uh, <laughs> That's crazy. That's a crazy thing that happens. It's like, oh, yeah, you did tr- return a VHS tape, and like now you uh, got a felony on your record. Yeah, that's fun. Fucking VHS tape uh, from 2000. Who was, who was still renting VHSs in 2000? We had switched over to DVDs by then, I think. There's like a part. No, that was during the changeover. Oh, that was during the changeover, yeah. So there, there was still VHS. It was like 2005 was yeah. pure DVD. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Yeah, because I remember going to Hollywood Video and they had like the five for five where you could get five movies for $5 for five days. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, just remembering VHS tapes. Oh, man. I, I kind of miss going to, like, the movie store. It's weird. I don't really recall the rewinding as much these days. Like, I like I, I had to have... I must have done a lot of rewinding. Well, did you have the dedicated rewinder? Nope. Oh, we did. We burned through two of them. That's crazy. We were around so much. That's crazy that you burned through rewinders. Yeah. No, there's always the uh, the VHS uh, thing itself. The VCR. The VCR. The VHS thing. Yeah, the VHS thing. You goddamn Gen Z don't motherfucker. Don't even remember what they're called anymore. Don't even remember what the thing is. The VHS one. You know the one. You stuck the thing in there and it did stuff. All right. This brings us to our discussion topic, uh, talking about stealing things. Uh, see, that's that's a that's a segue. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Uh, we, uh, well, the majority of BNS, besides Carlos, uh, are heading to the Caribbean this weekend, uh, or this next upcoming weekend, hopefully, as long as we get clear COVID tests. Uh, and we are heading down to Puerto Rico, and we have decided that the best use of our time would not be sitting on beaches, taking in the beautiful uh, Puerto Rican culture and landscapes, but rather... Creating a pirate crew and pillaging the Caribbean Sea. Makes yeah, sense, yeah, right? Yeah, it makes yeah, sense. Yeah, it makes sense. Um, so we need to uh, we need to figure out a few things. Um, like we need to figure out whose whose job is what on the boat, on the ship, and then the crew. Uh, we need to figure out a name for our ship. Uh, we need to figure out what kind of uh, booty we're after, uh, and what kind of pirates we are. So uh, let's let's start with the easy one, right? Uh, what, what's the name of our ship? All right. Do you want to go with like? Would it be the? I would like something that would strike fear into the hearts of our enemies. What, but, but also what initial, what, what is it, a good pun. What, what, like, are you going with initials? This is the HMS. It's the uh, the uh, or is there another? Oh, it's, it's it's not. It, no, it, there it, there wouldn't be any initials because we're we're pirates, so we're not registered to any country. Oh, I we're see. not registered to any sovereign nation. We're gonna we're still gonna have initials though, right? It's gonna be the BNS. So oh yeah, it's it's the BNS. Uh, so let's see. So if we have it called the BNS, like if you start calling it the Ninja or the Blind Ninja, like it's just redundant then. Yeah, so you can't do that. Um. Uh, Let's see. So I always like to like if it comes to like naming a ship, I always like to go tor- turns toward uh, Shakespeare. So how about the uh, I- I'm thinking the the BNS Rosencrantz. Only if our 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 like our figurehead can be Guildenstein. Well, I'm thinking we we have a little uh, a, a dinghy and call that the 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 uh, BNS Guildenstern. Guildenstern. I like it. Yeah. All right, sorry. The, all right, so we're we're sailing on the Rosencrantz. Yeah. Uh, and tailing behind is our little dinghy. Yeah. All right, I, I'm picturing it now. It's incredible. Um, all right, so obviously I'm the captain of the ship because I've decided. Until the first mutiny, yes. Until the first mutiny. And there will be multiple. Yeah. And like, we, but like, they're not serious mutinies. Like, it just like, I get, I get shuffled down to cabin boy. Yeah. All right, so uh, who 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 should be my first mate? Because you you unfortunately won't be there. Yeah. And let's see. So it can't be your your dad's going with you. So yeah. So my dad. dad and my brother. It can't be your dad because or your brother because I feel like that's a conflict of interest to have your dad or your brother as like second command. But I but I can trust them and like and it's totally not nepotism. And that will lead to the first mutiny. <laughs> We want to avoid it, like, I want to make it at least a day before the first mutiny. So maybe don't have them as your second in command. Fine. Okay. But what if they decide to mutiny because they're not second in command? I don't know. <laughs> Let's see. So who else is going? So uh, We got Matt and Rick in Sierra. I feel like Rick would be a good yes man for second in command. Oh, definitely a great yes man. Yeah. yeah he, he doesn't actually want to do anything. He just wants to be in charge of something. And he'll go, yeah, 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 we'll just agree with stuff. So you just go with, you go with Rick. Okay, Rick, it, right, all right, yeah, this is going to lead to the first mutiny. It, yeah, it's still going to lead, but it's <laughs> not going to be the first day. No, 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 we'll make it a, we'll make it a second day. Well, all right, so, all right, so we have the first mate. Um, who's my navigator? Uh, so, 
I don't think it would be your brother. I don't think it would be your dad. It might be Sierra. All right. Sierra's navigating. I think Matt would want to do it, but I don't think he'd be a good choice. I don't think he'd be a good choice either. I think Matt's going to end up being the cabin boy. He might be. And then he's going to complain about it, which is going to lead to the first mutiny. I don't think people will care about Matt complaining about being cabin boy. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think that'll be enough to start a mutiny. He'll just whine a little bit. All right, so all right, so I have I have my first mate. I have my navigator. Uh, who's in charge of my guns? Who's who's my who's my uh, my my gunman? I feel like you would probably put your you would w- probably want to put your dad in there, but I'm pretty sure your brother would just step forward and be like, "No, I got the guns right here," and he'll probably he just take it. All right, I we're, feel like that would be yep. what Jordan. Would all right, do. all right. So so my brother my brother is in charge of the guns, which means my dad is the quartermaster. That sounds yeah, that could work. All right, my dad's the quartermaster, and then Matt's doing all the shit work that we don't want to do, yeah. like swabbing the poop deck, raising the mizzenmast. Yeah, and uh, and other boat words. Yeah, there's all sorts of boat words. So like port, starboard, yeah, bow, stern, wheelie thing. You can't forget the wheelie thing. Can't forget the wheelie thing. Rudder. Did you say mizzen mast already? I did say mizzen mast. Mizzen mast. Well, you got everything. I said poop deck. I think we're covered. Yeah, we're covered. I know so much about boats. Yeah. God, I know a lot of boat words. <laughs> all right. So yeah. The, so that's everybody's positions. That's every, all right. So all right. So we're we've we've set in, we've set sail on on the Rosencrantz. Why my, my first mate is do it, he's yelling at the cabin boy. So Rick's yelling at Matt, uh, building what towards do you think that first, first mutiny. Incident is going to be. I'm pretty sure it might be that uh, you'll you'll be on uh, partway through. I say the second day, and I think Matt will be drunk. He'll be on the Gildenstern. He'll be starting to float away. Guys, I'm leaving. I'm going to go find my own boat. <laughs> Matt, you you can't you can't do that. You're gonna die. You did you didn't bring anything with you besides a liter of rum. You're gonna die, Matt. <laughs> so I think that's what the second Matt. Do you, do you want do you want to like? And honestly, like the mutiny is gonna be like, fine, Matt. Uh, you're you're gonna die. You're, I I can't I can't let you I can't let you die, Matt. Do, do you want to be captain, Matt? Do you want do you, do you want to restructure this entire organization now? <laughs> <laughs> and then the second mutiny is going to be when the third day happens and Matt's just too drunk to do anything. And we're like, no, but Matt, we have to, we have to pillage. <laughs> we have to get some shit done. So I think that brings us to the next part. What are you stealing? That is a really good question. I, here's my I, idea. Cause you want to be the top pirate of all the, the oceans, right? Yep. So TV VCR combos. I'm thinking vitamin C. If you're in the ocean and you have all the vitamin C, you are the top pirate because everybody else needs to bow down to you to get their vitamin C. Otherwise, they get scurvy. I like the way you're thinking. So we're basically going port to port stealing fruit. <laughs> yeah, that sounds right. We're fruit pirates. <laughs> you're fruit pirates. <laughs> they just call us the fruit loops. Yeah, that's, a, that's, a, that's pretty good, actually. That's pretty good. <laughs> All right, so the Fruit Loops are sailing towards port, or toward, towards a, towards an unprotected port on the Gildenstern, uh, with Matt crying in a boat behind us. Oh, Matt's in the Gildenstern. Uh, you guys are in the Rosencrantz. No, the Rosencrants, sorry. Gotta keep those, I gotta keep them straight. You can't mix them up. <laughs> they're, they're very, very different, definitely not at all the same. Yes. Yep. <laughs> One's a dinghy. Yeah. And the other one has a mizzenmast. Yep. And a poop deck. Yes. And a port and a bow and a stern. Yeah. It's got all those things. And the other one, starboard. An anchor. It's got an anchor, too. No, we well, never stop. Well, but they both got anchors. We never stop. Because even the Gildenstern's got to have an anchor. No, we don't have an anchor because we don't, we don't stop. We just pillage, plunder, can't stop, won't stop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, we just run around a lot. Yeah, a lot of YOLOs. <laughs> <laughs> that will probably happen once you're if your uh, brother ends up in command. It's like it's just gonna be like it's a lot of YOLO onto the battlefield. <laughs> that's not the dock, Jordan. That's not the dock. <laughs> Doesn't Burn. matter. This makes me think of like all the times we crash into islands on the on that pirate <laughs> the game. Pirate game. 
<laughs> All right. So, yeah. So, we do that. All right. We're pillaging. We're plundering. What do you think our weapons are like? Because I don't. Fe- I feel like people aren't going to give up their fruit voluntarily. Yeah, I don't think they're, they're going to be very good weapons. Because um, I think you kind of like spent most of your money on getting the boats. <laughs> you didn't have a lot left over for armaments. Oh, no, the, the boats are rentals. Yeah, oh, well, you still got to <laughs> rent that. You got to get the renter's insurance because you know you're going to need that insurance. Oh, well, yeah, my brother's going to run into every dock. Yeah, you got to have that renter's insurance. <laughs> <laughs> so, Luckily, he's not navigating. So I'm trying to think, what would you use if you're going after fruit? Is there some sort of thing that could double as a tool to get you the fruit? As well, well as- don't they make like, um, don't like apple pickers or whatever have like a big stick to pull apples off the tree? But what if it's a stick with something on the end of it? What if, you know, those like uh, those scoops? Those like, yeah, like little scoops. scoops. So, like, where like you can use them as like a, I can't remember what they're called. Like, you, where you can use it to launch stuff. So, wait, wait, are we talking about like lacrosse? Or are we I talking think about. I think, I think those are like those like lacrosse scoops. I, I, I don't know okay. what they look like. All right. So, basically, the little lacrosse baskets. We're, we're armed with lacrosse sticks, and none of us have played. Like, none, like, we are all super white, but none of us are play lacrosse white. I actually have to look this up because I don't actually know what a little cross basket looks like. It's a stick with a basket, and they use it to throw things. I'm going to look up scoop throw ball. Yeah, because that's what I'm thinking. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, it is the lacrosse thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I had one of these as a kid, or a similar thing at least. So, yeah, you basically, because you can catch the fruit in there. So like so we can be on the shore like launch and the then orange. we can weaponize the fruit. So you're so on the shore launching oranges over on board the ship. They like, catch it with a scoop and toss it into the bin. And at the same time, somebody comes at you. You got a scoop to launch stuff at them. Our cannonballs, pineapples. Yeah, all right. Or coconuts, but I feel like pineapples are funnier. Yeah, pineapples are funnier. Coconuts would do more damage. <laughs> <laughs> well, I say that, but coming out of a cannon, it's just going to be uh, the can that that coconut's not staying together. <laughs> You're probably right. So no matter what is happening, it's coming out of that end of the cannon. It's going to be a mess. Oh, God damn it! All right, so we're fruit pirates that shoot pineapples. Yeah, and then use lacrosse sticks. Oh yeah. These are the whitest pirates you know. Yeah. They, <laughs> sailing the seven seas and pillaging the vitamin C. I like it. I don't I don't really have anything more to add to yeah, it. I don't I, know. I, 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 I really else. enjoy that. All right. Should we roll out? Yeah. All right, guys. Uh, thanks for tuning in this week. I hope you enjoyed our discussion topic. Uh, and if you have any questions, comments, show ideas, or what have you, go ahead and shoot us an email at feedback at blindnewsstudios.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash blindnewsstudios. You can follow us on Twitter at blindnewsstudios. You can also find us on Instagram at blindnewsstudios. And we'll be out next week, but we'll be back the week after. So peace.